0: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Spotlight. Come here. Let me look at
1: you.
0: Spotlight. I want to keep doing.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And our guest is Emily Arkells, who's the Vice President of Global Digital Brand Experience for Maybelline, New York. And this is such an exciting area, the idea of makeup and all the cool things you can do digitally. Mm. So Emily, we are so excited to have you here. Welcome to our show. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me me. So we do want to hear all about how you got into this Awesome position, but just in case we run out of time, first we want to hear what you're doing, yeah. and then we'll hear yes, a yes, little yes. bit about how you navigate all this because you're doing a lot of exciting things.
0: Very cool stuff. So
1: you're doing. Um, I know you're. You had a new introduction last week, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit right. about what you're doing on the Obsessed platform and how that works, and um, what you're doing to build um, this audience in the metaverse because mm. some people are wondering if the metaverse still exists and mm-hmm. if it still has value, and I think you guys think it does.
2: Well, I mean, I think the metaverse was used as a buzzword for a while. I don't think it's as much so a buzzword for us. Um, I think on, on Maybelline, the brand, we started with actually virtual makeup try on many, many years ago. We have a proprietary technology for that through Modiface, which I'll talk more about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been improving that and finding new uses for it, obviously, just as of last week as well. So, in terms of Obsess, um, we did launch our Maybelline Virtual Loft last year. It's really just a new way to shop and interact um, with our brand. Um, and beyond that, in November of last year, we, we did start to dip our toes into the metaverse of it. So I, I would say we got involved on this topic of like digital identity. So we wow. announced the first makeup partnership with Ready Player Me if you're maybe not as familiar with this platform, unless you're really in this community, mm-hmm. it's the leading um, cross game avatar platform in the metaverse. So it was really just to give their community more creative and expressive looks. Mm. Um, certainly makeup is an underdeveloped area in that space today. So. We really wanted to do it in a way that was just accessible and easy to use for everyone. Okay, so, so you just said would, so many. You know, things. we're still in test and learn, but we got
1: we got to unpack all of this. So let's let's first start with <laughs> the obsess thing because I realized even as I said it wasn't. We, some people may not be familiar with the platform. So one of the things that's cool about obsess is it kind of is it's a, it's a digital platform not necessarily virtual reality but it's like a 3d immersive digital platform and it connects deeper into your web page so you can have avatars and social connections on this platform and then people can click on different things and go deeper into the web page and it's a way to kind of explore your online material Mm. um so i think of it as a way to create customer experience that's fun is that's the way I think of it is that the way you am I expressing the way you think about obsess and what your perspective was yeah. in building on it I mean I would
2: agree it's definitely a more interactive and a more engaging way to be with the brand and learn about you know the products and beyond the products I think just like the identity of the brand itself um, especially for brands like Maybelline that don't have their own brick and mortar stores you know typically we're sold at retailers with multiple other brands so I think it's um, a chance for us to really like express ourselves holistically um, in that space and to do it virtually we have it both on website and um, an e retailer as well so we're kind of testing two different environments one more
1: conversion driven, and one is more. I would say brand equity driven. And ha- so you've d- been doing that for a little while, right? You said like at least. It sounds like at least six months or something. So do you? I think it's been almost a year even, now. Oh, even more than six, uh, months. if I'm not mistaken, for that one. So do you have Since any I think insights? over last
2: year. Yeah. Do you have
1: any insights about that? Like, what have you learned from this? Because it is. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me, and on one hand in makeup, because it's very experiential category. And to play with it, especially like you said, Maybelline is sold in drugstores where it's not that easy to play with the brand. So giving people an opportunity to do that, that's pretty cool. But on the other hand, it's not real makeup. It's digital. So <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. What do you think?
2: Um, with the with Obsess, we really focus more on the virtual store. Um, so we have a partnership with them. I think The goal of what we call like the Maybelline Virtual Loft It was really to create a more engaging and an interactive shopping Mm. experience for our Mm -hmm. consumers that Mm -hmm. could tie back to our brand equity. Mm -hmm. And I think we did start to see that in the numbers. So consumers were certainly engaging and spending much more time with us than they ever had before, especially on a traditional .com site for a brand. Uh Um, And obviously in deeper ways, which hopefully drives that stronger connection to the brand in the future.
0: Let me ask you a question, Emily. This is absolutely fascinating. I want to get your sense on... How do you protect this approach in terms of creating uh, creating a barrier to entry So how easy is it for competitors mm-hmm. just to step in and create their own virtual platform and copy what you're doing and what how so, do you how yeah. do you yeah so talk a little <laughs> bit about that so yeah
2: I mean the one thing that competitors can't take and same for us uh, it goes both ways is is the brand's identity right So like we're a New York-based brand we have a very unique, I would say aesthetic, we have a unique personality and edge to us. um, Mm. And that's something we tried to make a very iconic space for people to really interact with us. Obviously, Obsessed is not exclusive to L'Oreal or to Maybelline. So I'm sure that there's many great partnerships um, that they have as well.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. But I think it's interesting because your point is uh, very, very intriguing, Emily. And that's to say that you you have such a good understanding of the articulation of your ethos. You can take that and translate that into a unique digital expression of that ethos that basically no one can copy, even though they may be using yeah. a platform and trying to do something similar. That's so, and,
1: and to, and building on that point, which I think is a really good one, is the metric that you said, which is one that I'm teaching is important too, and I'm glad to hear you agree <laughs> with me. Um, is time spent time spent? Um, so. <laughs> The idea that building more experience with the brand creates this ethos, creates this culture and builds the brand identity. And eventually you see that in in sales numbers as well. Mm. Um, Is that so it sounds like that is a metric that you literally do measure and do believe matters. Yes, for sure.
2: I mean, I think it's hard to quantify the direct link to the ROI in that case, but um, we definitely see that with. The virtual loft. Much more time was spent than ever before, uh, especially when you compare to website metrics. You know that consumers are not spending as much time on brand.com websites as as they used to. I think on e-retailer, we'll we'll see that one just launched uh, more recently, and I'm very interested to see how that compares to the one that was launched on our our website. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's great. I'm. I'm always happy to hear industry say that. What I'm yeah. thinking is uh, makes sense. Makes sense to them too. So I'm super well, that happy Well, the stakes are high. That. You always
0: p- uh, preach this, Barbara. The stakes are high right now, right? In terms of creating some something that's going to get people's attention and keep them, you know, sticky enough to keep them around. So yeah, ha- everything is sort of like elevating, getting you know, the stakes or raising, right? And so part of
1: the reason the stakes are going so high, and I imagine that you would agree with me too on this, Emily, is that your business is really competitive because there's a lot of new beauty brands that are coming in, and people are always coming in with trying to come up with a new brand. And what they're trying to do is create that identity, as she's saying. But Maybelline is a legacy brand. Mm. They have a built-in identity for a really long time, and yep. that gives them a differentiation, I yep, think. Yep, yep, uh, Although you're always having to keep it young and new. That's the difficulty with it.
2: But yeah, I, th- I mean, I think you're right. It's um, it's a heritage brand. It's a legacy brand um we've been around for over 100 years at this point but there's also a reason for that and we keep reinventing ourselves along the way if we didn't we wouldn't be here now today we're having an amazing year as well so um,
1: I think that's one of the things that even attracted me to Maybelline in in the first place. So before we get to the to the new the new thing you said you announced last week, which I really do want to talk about, what was that game thing? I didn't. You said that so fast, I didn't even understand that. Wow! <laughs> well, after this you should definitely go in what, and try it. What was it. that game Calm thing? Yeah, tell us about the game me. thing.
0: Yeah
2: have you Have you heard of it? We, as well?
0: I, no, I've not heard of it. This mm-hmm. is like this. Please tell yeah, us about. Tell it. This us. Is, sounds very exciting. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So Ready Player Me, it's the leading cross game, um, avatar platform for the metaverse. So they're compatible with essentially, I think over 4,000. Don't quote me on this, but probably at least four, three to 4,000 different platforms so essentially you can take that one avatar and take it across all of the platforms that they sync to versus having to make a unique character profile every time you go into a game or a virtual space
0: oh interesting wow
2: that is really good i did not hear about
0: that what's the name again emily the name of the
1: Ready Player
0: Me. Ready Player Wow.
1: So the younger p- population, they all know about it. We're just trying <laughs> to catch up. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's so, digital immigrants. Who knows? No, no, no. We're like, I, who knows, oh, so where's honestly, the on switch? Very wide uh, age range in the metaverse, <laughs> yeah, so you never
0: know. All that's right, well, cool. Ready
1: Player Me, we've got to figure player, that me, out. Player. Okay, so now I'm going to let you talk about the most exciting, well, not the most, all of this is pretty exciting. <laughs> very exciting. But the newest thing that you're doing, which I am personally thrilled about, and I cannot wait to get to try it. So tell us what you're doing with Microsoft Teams, that partnership. That is a really cool idea, I think. Yes,
2: this partnership is two years in the making. I think we really wanted to get it right. Uh, We know that hybrid work is the new normal. We're constantly on Teams calls in the same room and virtually. So this partnership that we announced last week is really a new evolution of that. So Microsoft, it's a longstanding partner of L'Oreal, and there's really kind of three players, I would say um, involved in what we announced. So there's Microsoft, Modiface, and of course, Maybelline. Mm-hmm. So we each brought our own area of areas of expertise um, into this. So Microsoft, obviously it's the platform that powers it. They have three hundred million uh, users on teams. Modiface is the AI and AR technology that backs it. And then Maybelline obviously is the makeup expert. So you kind of need all three things um, to have a success. So if you bring all of those together, you get the first ever virtual makeup on Microsoft Teams. And that is what we announced last week.
1: So like, you know, in Zoom, what you can do is just blur everything up yeah, and so nobody yeah. can really see you and then of course you look much better <laughs> if you're trying to hide stuff wow. but what you're doing and but I've always found Microsoft Teams is like very very good photography so you can see yep. everything yep. so I would love to have like makeup that actually works I mean this idea wow. is you know how you don't have to wear pants on Zoom oh, well, now Barbara, you don't have to spend 20 minutes uh, don't spend
0: <laughs> Barbara you, you yeah, said you, that out loud there's 400,000 people who just heard you say that out well, loud
1: you can wear shorts you uh, there you go. I mean. <laughs> but now you don't have to Hopefully put Hopefully makeup- everyone's wearing pants today. <laughs> yes, exactly. we are wearing
0: pants in the studio. That is a requirement on campus. Yes. But right. I mean,
1: if, can you imagine if you could digitally put on makeup yeah, and look great? Like that is such an exciting idea. Interesting. Um, and does it really work? Does it really look like of makeup? <laughs> wow. Interesting. No, I mean, it's very simple to use.
2: I don't know if you're like a Zoom user or a Teams user, but if you're familiar with Teams, um it's you know really i would say the parallel to how you apply it is how you put on a background so on teams you have many different background options um there's never been anything other than that but there's now a new section under video effects so you'll see a drop down called filters and then you just literally click maybelline it takes you to the 12 looks and then you can actually preview all of them before a call. So you just want to find one, obviously, that fits your mood that day, maybe for the meeting, um, whatever your personal style is. Sometimes I change my look mid-meeting just to make sure people are paying attention. Interesting. Um, mid-meeting. Really Whoa, like Emily.
0: Mid-meeting, <laughs> you said. Wow. You said you change your do. look. I
2: do. I do this wow. all the time. Sometimes, that's I, awesome. you know, the uh-huh. meeting mood changes and you need to change your oh, look. Oh, that's
0: instantly. incredible. That, <laughs> like if things kind of get a little bit more, you know, conflict or then is, if things are happy, you know, <laughs> yeah. you a, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. This is so This opens an up all the thing. possibilities, right?
1: And if it really, really yeah. works, I think this is just a home run idea. This yeah. is. Congratulations. Congratulations on coming up Thank with all you of this. so, so much. Yeah,
2: I would, I would think of it as like your virtual makeup bag. So we even have um, the option where if you click learn more, it opens up a drop down and you can see every single product of Maybelline's that we use to make the look. So we didn't invent any new products for this. We literally took what exists in the real world and put it into a virtual space. So if you also like the look, you can, of course, buy it in real life, which is even better.
0: Wow. Yeah. So hold on, Emily. I like, want to make sure I understand because this is really cool. Um, and this is the idea that, that you actually can... You, you, so as I change my look... I can click on things and learn more about this this blush, this lipstick, this eye, and I of can act- and then I'm portaled right so into you just oh that's brought oh.
1: in all the marketing implications. There you go, <laughs> 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 that's,
0: that's Emily, you and your I'm team genius. And
1: the you're whole, at the marketing um, breakdown
0: of the look
2: from like the blush, the foundation, the
1: mascara,
0: that's cool. everything. That's cool. <laughs> that
1: is so great, Emily. We got to move on, but thank you so much for joining no us problem. today, and thank you for everything you do for yeah, us. Yeah, very the, exciting. We're stuff. really excited about yeah. this. And where can thank our listeners go to find out more about all these exciting things. Well, you can go to Teams uh, if you have it. You can definitely try it out there. Um, The rest you can see on on Maybelline.com. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you very much for being here, and I cannot wait to start it again. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Okay, that's all we have time for for today. So I'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, and we replay our show throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter? Twitter. X- X- I don't know. <laughs> you can follow uh, us maybe on Twitter The Metaverse? Like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at SXM Marketing. Everywhere. Or follow Business Radio yep. at SXM <laughs> Business funny. for information about all our programming. Um, and be sure to check out our website, sxmmarketing.com. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn, here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.